self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red we're conversation con artists back for another episode what I'm going to need y'all to do is go to www.conversationconartist.com to check out our uh, current episode with the articles linked to that episode, our past episodes, as well as a mail icon link that will give you an opportunity to leave us some feedback. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listen letter portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversation current artists with an S at gmail.com. And this week we have a question about whether or not we think online dating is effective in meeting people. I think so. I think it's very effective in meeting people. The caliber of people might vary. See, when you get specific, <laughs> we talking about a different type of question. Yeah, you can meet a whole bunch of crazy motherfuckers <laughs> on online. Hell yeah, you can meet a whole bunch of people that will make you feel for your life. Yeah. I wonder how these people are walking around in life being this fucking stupid. Like, how do you live your life day to day being this stupid? I think that I think that we take our intelligence for granted. <laughs> I think that's what it's about. I think most people are walking around here that stupid. Really? Yes. That makes me sad. That makes me weep for humanity. It does. I you just, don't work with somebody that was well. What job did you work in that didn't take a lot of a lot of education or knowledge or at least because I've served at restaurants that don't take shit <laughs> except being able to move. <laughs> that's all serving. Be able to you. You need to be able to move. Be able to read and be able to hear. If you can do those things, you can serve. You don't gotta be. You don't have to be intelligent for that. Yeah. Now you're a much better server if you're intelligent. <laughs> so I'm saying I've worked in positions where there's people that was stupid that I worked with. I just don't understand. Like, I don't know, but I will say that as of today. Saturday, March the 4th, because y'all going to hit this on Tuesday. I deleted all of my online data profiles and I deleted all the apps off my phone because I was checking the sites like maybe once a month. And so then by the time I checked, like I have a bunch of messages. And this last time I had 28 messages, right? So I'm thinking out of 28 individual messages, surely one of these will be a potential prospect nope no a handful of them was in prison a couple of them couldn't i couldn't even decipher what the fuck it was they was trying to say because they were so illiterate like out of 28 i was like you know what fuck this and i just deleted my profile and deleted the app because i was tired of it at that point you know i have to say that you can meet good people on social media because I'm on, so, I mean, social dating. You, I gotta say that you can meet good people on social dating sites because I'm on there, and I feel like I'm a good person. But that being said, I mean, I, it's like trying to find a very, very specific needle in a needle stack. Like that, just you just gonna get hurt all the way around. It, <laughs> you know, what's the craziest exchange you had on on like a dating site? Mine probably is the tie between the man that was married that didn't tell me he was married and his wife 
sent me a text message and I have a friend that could corroborate that story because he was with me when I got the text message or the guy who was looking for somebody that was interested in pegging him and I I also learned what pegging was because I didn't know what pegging was I had to google it and I was horrified when I googled it and found out what it was tell the people so if you don't, if you're like me and you've never heard of pegging, good for you. But pegging uh, essentially is a heterosexual man who is interested in a woman wearing a strap on and penetrating him. And it's called pegging. The question is, is he heterosexual? That's my question. But according to Wikipedia, because there's a whole Wikipedia page on pegging, believe it or not. Apparently, they're supposed to be heterosexual men who just like the stimulation of anal sex, but they're not interested in, like, men. Well, if you consider that homosexuality is the interaction with the same sex, is not specific to the same sexual acts. Because there are men that, I mean, that have anal sex with women. It's not them being penis penetrated i guess that makes them gay it's just fucking it ain't nothing i want to be a fucking part of let me just say that so like when i when i read what it was i blocked him (laughs) because i was here my thing i guess you i guess you don't know i mean at first i was gonna say do I look like I would be interested in some shit like that? But then as I thought about it before I said it, what the fuck would somebody who was interested in that look like, I guess? So he just got to shoot his shot and see what happens, I guess. But like, that was just really fucking weird because I had no idea that that was a thing and that it existed and that it was as prevalent apparently as it is. Listen, man, if you claim to be straight, <laughs> all right? Well, let's say for the sake of the article, if you are straight, and you like for someone to peg you, you need to introduce that when it's too late. Like when she <laughs> love you already, okay? Like don't start this at the beginning to give her enough time to get out of the situation. Just let her know, listen, I love you, you love me, I like being banged in the ass with toys, <laughs> okay? Now you can leave me, but I just know it's harder at this point. You can do it or not. Part of his argument in the message that he sent me was like that well you don't have to worry about buying a strap on he already had one i guess it was one that he enjoyed but doesn't that mean that somebody else had like put it on or maybe i don't know but he was like i already have a strap on you don't have to buy one so that was the only thing that would hold you up from wanting to peg him what not having your own strap on. No, I don't want to deal with that shit at all. No, because, that's what I'm saying. From his mind, oh, the only yeah. thing that will stop you is just not having your own. So oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> like, sir, you need to have all the seats. <laughs> that was so fucking weird. Like, I did. I that's hands down the weirdest interchange I've had with somebody on online dating. Um, I've had my share of transsexual conversations. <laughs> In which it gets too far before you realize, mm, I don't think this is a woman, you know? <laughs> and so I'm a cold turkey. I quit conversation cold turkey. I don't have no cordial dialogue with you saying, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I don't say nothing. I just be like, oh, it's a wrap. They don't know me. 
You know, unless they do, <laughs> but like if they live in an apartment building down and they've been seeing me and they just happen to find me on that. Oh, that'd be creepy. I've had that happen though. I have had people like the apartment complex I live in now. I was checking the mail and a guy walked up to me and was like, "I think I saw your profile on POF," and I was just like, <laughs> "I don't know what to say to that." Like this is just fucking I mean, weird. With, with your hair being so red, yes. you got like a fucking light from heaven gleaming down on you for people that done seen your ass. Yeah. On 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 in uh, on the dates dating site. And I think I mean even just since I moved here, that's happened. Like I've been in big lots before. Somebody walked over. I think I saw you. And it's the it is the hair. The hair it makes me very noticeable or like recognizable. You gonna recognize you like a, uh, me? You like a Sims character with an icon on top of your head walking around <laughs> for everybody who's seen you before. <laughs> it's always red. weird when somebody comes because like here's the thing most of the time they didn't either send me a message or like flip right on me and <laughs> I never responded because I wasn't interested and now I got you in my face questioning me about why I never because I'm interested that's fucking obvious isn't it like it's always weird. Um, that's something I won't miss since I'm, I've gotten off now. Is people recognizing me, and it's only because of the hair. Because there's not really anything else like super recognized. Like you're not gonna see me in a grocery store and be like, "Is that red?" Like if if my hair weren't red, like there's nothing like crazily recognizable about me outside of the hair. So the hair is the reason why that's happened. But it it is creepy to have somebody in your complex that. <laughs> yeah. I ain't trying to experience that. What about the dominatrix? Then you have a dominatrix. Yeah, I, I can't even remember exactly how the conversation went, but she was basically saying, "Are you ready to be dominated?" <laughs> like starting off the conversation, and she was attractive, so it was like, mm, "Let me see what this is about." It's like I knew, I knew it wasn't gonna go anywhere, but. You would give somebody that's more attractive a lot more leeway. Yeah, more leeway yeah. than you would somebody that <laughs> is immediately cut off. Nope, nope, yeah. nope, nope. Attractive. Let's see what they're talking about. Yeah, you know that's that's just how we do as people. That is. Now you yeah. might start talking to somebody that's less attractive and find out that their personality is vibrant enough for you to keep talking to that person. But yeah. initially, our eyes find where we're going to go. Yep. You know, and. She was just, it was just, I was entertaining it. I was like, how do you, you know, how do, how do I need to be dominated? Like, how you dominate? <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. But that ain't even the weirdest to me. The weirdest to me was, so on my profiles, I have that I'm a therapist. I do too. Oh, know? I did. I had that too. And so I had this one woman who, the first message he sent me was, are you really a therapist? <laughs> I said, yes, I'm a therapist. But, and I was saying it like, why would I put it on there if I'm not one? Then I realize where I'm at. <laughs> I'm in the world of people that lie about shit. About everything. So height, height. Why do y'all lie about height? What you mean, why? <sighs> because why is height so important to women? Because it's weird for you to be taller than the guy. It's weird for me. I can't speak for all women. It is weird for me to be taller than the guy that I'm with. I feel uncomfortable. I feel like the natural balance of the world is off kilter when that happens. So I don't like it. But you lying don't change how tall you fucking are because then when I meet your ass and I can see the top of your goddamn head, now I'm mad because you lied. You're a liar. You told me you were six feet tall. Well, My nigga, you five five. What did you you ain't nowhere near six feet? Well, to me, that's why like 
I don't know. Well, I know why men tell. I don't know why them men tell them stupid ass lies. <laughs> why would you say you're taller than you are when you're not? That is easily provable. Like you can say I don't have mental health issues, and when they meet you, they can be like, "Okay, yeah, he's all right." Because you can fu- you can fake the funk exactly. For that. Yeah. Now, when you come to her house with a ten four hat on, fucking f- your plan is full now. Okay. Yeah. But when you say I'm six three. And you're goddamn 4'11"? That is easily recognizable. It is. It don't is. do that. So I don't know why them dudes tell them stupid ass lies, but I understand the culture <laughs> that has created a need for men to feel like they want to me- represent themselves differently. But here's the thing. If I have an issue with height, which I do, you come in. One, you didn't lie to me off top. We didn't started this shit off with you lying. Two, if I have an issue with your height and you come and you short as fuck, I'm not going to be like, well, we here now type shit. I'm not doing that because I'm mad that you lied to me. Somebody will. You might be mad that they lied, but they might have enough redeeming qualities to overlook the shortness. But the thing is, you might have had enough over, you might have had enough redeeming qualities over your shortness to just be honest up front about being short. Yep. Like if if you got enough shit, because otherwise... You ain't got no redeeming qualities and you short, <laughs> nigga, you need to be better. <laughs> you already short. <laughs> you need to do something. You need to get you a new car. You need to get you a good ass job. You need to be friendly and nice. You need to be ready to pay on first dates. You need to be supportive of women's rights and shit. <laughs> like you need to be a good motherfucker if you short and ain't got nothing else to back that up. Yep. You can't come out here with no to Napoleon complex. Mm-mm. Napoleon was a fucking ruler. Mm-hmm. You just a short nigga, okay? Yup. That's just how it goes. And don't lie. Mm-hmm. Or if you lie, lie long enough for them to love you. <laughs> and then you can't lie long enough about height yes, for somebody. You can. How? You get you some stilts, nigga. Wear you some pants. <laughs> you know, don't put yourself in a position where you gotta get butt naked. <laughs> Which means you gotta hold off on sex for a little while But hey You are trying to live in your lie You can't do that You can't put yourself in that position Let me tell you something If you lie to me long enough For me to love you about anything And then I find out we got a fucking problem now because now I don't trust you. You you a lying ass motherfucker and a good ass one. You didn't kept this lie going for seven months, nigga. No, at this point I mm I can't do it. Now I don't trust you. I don't know what else the fuck you lying about. Now I'm be looking for shit like what else is this nigga lying about? Well, probably a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> But he got your ass for a certain period of time. It's fucked up. <laughs> it is. It's fucked up. But I mean, if you're gonna lie, don't do no dumbass one time lie. That as soon as y'all meet, it's a wrap. When are you gonna open up your petty shop? Because you just have. Listen, it's just petty <laughs> input now. It's free. Send me an email. Send me a message. <laughs> Mister On Point Twitter and Instagram. We'll figure out how you can best be petty. It's free for now. Right, but this girl asked me if I'm really a therapist. Yeah, I'm a therapist, and she continued to tell me about all her problems. And she wasn't ugly, but she wasn't <laughs> great looking. You know, she was enough to need some redeeming qualities for me to continue talking to. 
But lo and behold, the first thing I learned from her was that she had mental health issues. <laughs> so I should have got out of that conversation immediately. But you know what? The inner therapist came out and said, you know what? Maybe this person needs some help. Or what can I learn from this situation as far as online dating go? Let me just keep going. She told me that she was on like seven medications. She told me they had diagnosed her with bipolar, oh, hell no. borderline personality, oh, hell no. schizophrenia. She yeah. said at any point that she'd been diagnosed with all of them. And I'm like, does she have all of the personalities? I don't know what she had. I mean, Shit. she just was telling me that she had been diagnosed with these things by different doctors. So I don't know which of which of them fit. It might be None all of them. of those are good, though. I know. I know. <laughs> they ain't that horrible. Yes. And what? I was like, and, and, and what I thought, and this changed my whole way of viewing online dating. You know, I was like, you're going to start dating somebody that you don't tell all of this shit. But you're going to have these problems. Like, how long is it going to take for him to find your problems? And from that moment on, I started looking at people on social media in terms <laughs> of their mental health. I'm like, hmm. This profile sounds too good. She got some bullshit with this. <laughs> like, this this package don't sound right. Borderline I think, alone. Like, even if she only had borderline personality disorder, that one is fucking... Oh. But it messed me up because I can't look at people regular on there. I'm regular, but it's just so few, <laughs> you know, that it's yeah. like... And then, like, on Plenty of Fish, all I get... Is the BBBBWs what? sending me messages? <laughs> the BBBBBWs. Yeah, all the bees. <laughs> that's that's all I get on plenty of fish. And I mean, I that's that's not my my style. Big women ain't my thing, you know. But even if a big woman was my thing, it's about how you carry yourself. It is. And they on here looking like Cookie Monster, <laughs> Grimace <laughs> from goddamn McDonald's. <laughs> Barney, they like. They, I hate you so much. They weight just ain't carried well. They built like linebackers. I'm sorry if if you, for somebody's eyes, I'm not built the way that they want. I'm fine with that. But like, it's like them the ones that sending me messages. Oh lord, and I, I'm not that superficial of a person. But they said Cookie Monster. I'm just saying if you look like Grimace. <laughs> If you built like a, a damn candy corn, we got a problem. <laughs> I mean, it's a problem for me, okay? But that seems to be all I'm getting messages from. So plenty of fish is out, all right? And the thing about plenty of fish, if you go click on a profile, they they know you've clicked on their profile. Yep. So here they go sending you a message. Because, you know, the first picture that you see is that trap picture. It is. It's that picture from a very specific angle with that very specific <laughs> hairstyle with that very specific outfit that you picked up for a very specific instance and you said, damn, this would be a good ass trap photo for motherfuckers on social dating websites. <laughs> it will hide all of my flaws. I got niggas with gold teeth a lot. And I don't understand. First of all, I feel like aesthetically, I don't look like somebody that would be fucking with a nigga with gold teeth. And then two, I specific because I had so many niggas with gold teeth send me messages. I specifically in my profile said no gold teeth, none. Then I had niggas sending me what you got against gold teeth. The fuck difference does it make, nigga? You got gold fronts. It don't matter why I don't like them. I don't like them. You out. It's out. You out. It don't matter. Like what about what about like. People with gold teeth because they had to have some kind of teeth fixture or something. You can get caps that look like teeth 
It, you don't have to get gold. <laughs> gold is a choice. <laughs> That's an option. You choose. You chose that shit. You ain't have to get them gold fronts. No. <laughs> True story. No gold teeth. I can't deal with it. I, I'm in my thirties, and I feel like in your third. For me, the nigga that I end up with is not gonna be having gold teeth in his mouth. He just ain't. What I ain't. about platinum? No. You gonna have your pearly whites or nothing at all. I don't, you don't need no. What about dentures? I don't want dentures yet. Shit, <laughs> um, the nigga I've been with gonna end up with dentures later on in life. I don't want them right I now. They might have had a teeth situation where it was just easier for them to just knock all their teeth out and get dentures. I don't want to be laying next to your teeth in a cup at night. So what if you don't know? What if what if what if he had it? Like dentures, you could tell when somebody got dentures. They look like dentures. Like they're <laughs> terrible. Dentures look horrible. They look like fucking piano keys. Like. You could, I don't know, I feel, and they too straight. You know, your teeth have different ends at, you know, the, the mm-hmm. end loop. Dentures just be straight the fuck across. I feel like, I would know <laughs> if you had dentures, like, I think. True story. So, yeah, gold teeth, but I, I so many niggas would go, either gold teeth or like pictures with them smoking blunts. Like, you, you can see us together, nigga, really? You think <laughs> we would be a great couple? Come on, son. Well, I mean, what are they supposed to see about you that when they accept that? I don't fucking that? know. Like, the fact that, one, I'm a therapist. I have that on my profile. I don't, I mean, I guess maybe there are some therapists out here with niggas that smoke weed and got gold fronts. I'm not going to take you to the office Christmas party with gold fronts smelling the weed, though. I just ain't going to do that. Not going to happen. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just feel like it's a very particular type of woman that would want that. And I don't feel like I look like that. The thing that bothers me is like um, not necessarily I guess if your hair looks stupid (laughs) like (laughs) clearly you're not investing in your hair. We got a situation. Like I like natural hair but if you like Got all your pictures got like horrible looking sew ins in it. <laughs> like we, I, that that's like I'm like, Mm-mm. no. Or if you got like grandma wigs on, oh lord, and all your pictures. I'm not saying that they don't look all right on grandmas. I mean, just for whatever <laughs> reason, women choose to wear wigs. I mean, I don't. That's I, fine. I wear my hair. I don't know. But your choice of wig, like. My grandma got wigs. If your your wigs remind me of my grandma wigs, we got a situation. Yeah, that's not good. So, in Tinder, on Tinder, I match once every two months with somebody. Like, I I mean, I don't, I just feel like, I don't know what it looked like to swipe over the men's side, but I, met, I imagine it's a bunch of dudes with their shirts up like, Ty, yeah. like Tyrese or Trey it songs. Is. Trey song, like, and by comparison, I'm a big dude, bald-headed, <laughs> By comparison, I'm already gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I feel like they swiping by me like that. I mean, if, if Tinder's supposed to be the hookup site, I ain't the one. But you when know? I see them kind of pictures, I always question, is this really this nigga? Like, sometimes it's just like, oh, because like a lot of times they'll only have that one picture. And it's like, that ain't you, nigga. That's not you. Or I don't think that you, 38 years old, I don't know that you should be online taking pictures with your shirt off and with your, t- like, come on. You you too old for that. Like, I just feel like you ain't mature. I, uh. Well, on the male side of Tinder, 
if you're a black male, one, if you live in Alabama in this area that I'm in, you're not going. It's gonna be white twenty white girls before you find a black girl. Okay, <laughs> and I don't swipe right on white girls because half of the profiles are fake. Yeah, you'll swipe right. It'll say, "Hey, how are you doing?" These bots are getting very, very, you know, hype because they'll be like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm all right." What time do you get off of work? You want to hang out? Uh, not really, uh, because I have a busy day all day. I got a meeting. This is what I saw the last time. Like, I have a meeting today. Like, I don't have time. They're like, well, do you want to hang out? I was like, no, I don't have time. How far do you live uh, from me? I was like, I don't know where you live. And then they put an address from, like, Leeds. Wow. And I was like, okay. And it was like, I don't like using this app. <laughs> Let's use, uh, here, click this link so that we can see each other on video. And I'm like... I just this this was a waste of time, but I did it just to see because I knew it was fake. You can tell some of the people, but how I've never had that happen. And this is the offensive part: (laughs) they only use white girls, Asian girls, (laughs) Filipino type looking girls, Latino, no black women. They only use them for the fake profiles. Fucked up. There are like there are rarely ever any of the black girls that are fake profiles. They they real, you know. But so it is, and it's just, so it's just a waste of time. I spent ten minutes swiping and find three black girls, <laughs> and one of them was built like a linebacker. <laughs> one of them was built like Grimace, and the other one I know ain't finna you know swipe back on me. So it's all just become a waste of time for me. Okay, Cupid has changed their format to a Tinder format. You used to be able to go through all of their profiles and just read and then send messages. Well, now you got to match on the person for it. And OkCupid got to be a a, a sorrier version of Tinder. I'm sure. But with people with more mental health issues. That's (laughs) the website the woman with the mental health issues had sent me a message. Also, I ran across a profile on OkCupid with this girl who was in the cat play. Like in all her pictures, she had like ears on her head like she was a cat and she was explaining what cat play was and it was just her pretending to be a cat during sexual play <laughs> it, I, it, I don't know it was weird I was like I went and looked that shit up it's a thing people do that shit they dress up like cats they get tails <laughs> they just pretend to be a cat the whole time what the fuck is the point of that how do you get how did what kind of what kind of experience would trigger a, a warrant to to do cat play? Like what kind of like what would have happened that would have made you be that fucking in the cats that probably having a male and a female cat when you was a kid didn't know nothing about sex seeing them fucking all the time. But you don't see cats fucking. Cats, yes, you do. No, I thought they like go and Mm-mm. hide and be in bushes. Mm-mm. Like you don't see that no. shit, do you? Yes, you do. I thought they were. I thought they were more private than. That's what dogs do. It's horrible, cause it's, <laughs> it's like rape. I mean, it's just animals don't have consent clearly. And I had a cat that hated the male cat, and the male cat would just do his thing whenever he wanted to. I was like, we need to get rid of this big ass, mean ass, fucked up ass cat. You know, but no, they don't do shit. They just. I thought they hid. Mm-mm. Okay. May, but they there's hide something. when they poop. No, they don't. They go to the little box. I'm well, saying, but like, I mean, they hide, they poop yeah. if they can. 
But, but they fuck in front of people? That's so weird. They do everything in front of people. They Why animals. Why do I think they were more private than dogs? Where did I get that from? I have no idea. Where did you get it from? I mean, in a small house, it's only so many fucking places you can go. You know. Maybe I'm thinking more like straight cats, not like pets. Yeah, but I don't. But the weirdest part to me is that you gotta find somebody who is okay with pretending to fuck a cat. That would be that's the weird part to me. Like, that's like what is it? Furrying the people that dress up in the cost the full on fucking costumes the mascot type costumes have you ever heard of this it's mm-hmm. like i've heard of it but i didn't know the word term i think for it's it. fur it's something with fur furrying yeah they dress up like mascots to have sex ain't that hot i just don't understand that just i don't get a lot a lot of these fetish ass things like it don't make no sense to me I like I don't understand. I feel like in my future relationship, I'm gonna do some fetish ass things just to try something new. But it's gonna be like we both gonna be like, nah, that was weird. We ain't doing that shit no more. Or I'm not into this shit. Like we need to cut this shit out. We need to go watch a movie and clear our palettes of this shit we just tried to do. Cause that wasn't it. <laughs> like I don't know, but it. I don't. I'm not gonna go into no relationship. With no strong ass, I need this kind I gotta, of fetish. You, yeah, I gotta yeah, be type a cat. Shit going I have on. to be a cat. Yeah, it ain't that <laughs> don't exist for me, and I'm 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 grateful for that. So, those of you who have fetishes, don't be ashamed of them. Just don't trick the people that you're gonna be in a relationship with <laughs> into some bullshit that they gotta be complicit with because they, they just, care about you. They now. just come home and you dress like a fucking cat in this bitch. Like exactly, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> and what if it even get weirder than that? Like what if motherfucker want to dress like an elephant or something? <laughs> like, like what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Take that shit off. <laughs> it's gonna ruin a relationship. Oh lord. I don't know. You. I, a part of me say maybe you need to be up front with that shit. Like, yeah. I know I gave you, I, I, I talk shit about, you know, lying for as long as you can, but realistically, you really probably need to just say that shit up front. If you like being pegged, go for it up front. You'll I find somebody like who like doing it. Probably some specialized, like, these are very specialized things. I feel like ain't no dating sites for people that like to be cats or like do furrying. I feel like. There has to be like some special. It's probably a Reddit for that shit. You can probably find a Reddit for that. Yeah. For everything that any exists, there's probably a Reddit for yeah. it because people create that shit. But I mean, people wanna wanna have regular people do some of this shit. Mm-mm. Like we can't both be cats, motherfucker. Is that like bestiality if you ain't a cat and she is a cat? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to pretend to be a fucking cat now just not to be feel weird. I'm going to be out here meow <laughs> just so I don't feel weird about the situation. I ain't going to be regular me. Why are your meows? <laughs> because because uh, I'm not a I'm not a cat. I'm a fucking leopard or something. I'm a lion. Oh Rawr. shit. Well, they they roar. They don't meow. They don't meow. Well, when they look little little bitty they motherfuckers. They don't meow, do they? I don't it's little know. roars. It's little baby roars. I ain't been around no little bitty savage ass beast to find out. I don't know. I don't know how we got here. This we always get here. <laughs> I'm still on online dating shit. I think it's an effective way to find people, but you need a filter. You need to figure out how to 
rule out certain people and in that world. Be ready to go through a lot of bullshit. Like the, don't don't <laughs> don't think you're gonna get on there and get this plethora of like potentials. You have to work for them potentials by weeding through all of the bullshit. Like it's a lot of craziness. Listen, the thing about social media, damn it, social dating sites is that it's already a watered down as easier version of meeting people. Mm-hmm. If you can't get somebody to be the best motherfucking person they be can be on a watered down ass version of a thing that you you supposed to have to put more effort into, then you don't need to fuck with that person. <laughs> nope. If they can't put more energy into being a good ass person, telling the truth, letting you know up front what's going on, if they can't put the energy into that shit, you already getting a pass with using this easy to meet people ass method of communication. You got to be a good motherfucker on that shit. Too many people lie. So I'm not saying that for the, I'm not telling the people who lie to stop lying. I'm telling the people who <laughs> fall for the lies. Quit falling for that shit because it'll automatically make people stop lying. <sighs> if you lying and you fucking for a lamb, if you lying talking about you six three, don't do that. That's just stupid. All right. She going to see you and it's over. Yep. You know? I'm gonna see you from a distance and be like, "Hey, I ain't even gonna come in the restaurant." I'm gonna see your feet dangling from the goddamn <laughs> bar stool, and I'm just gonna turn the fuck around and walk away. I ain't even finna come in here because you lying. I don't feel like I owe you anything at this then point. Then you gonna be mad. <laughs> you gonna be mad because you didn't prepare her for your dangling ass feet. <laughs> Nobody got time for this shit. Mm-mm. Look, man, if you want to, I mean, it's some women out there. That would love, you know, to yeah. pick you up for that hug. <laughs> and that would love to burp you after y'all get through with a I lovely, wonderful meal. Hate you okay? so much. <laughs> There's women out there that love that. Look, find you an Amazonian. Find mm-hmm. you a six foot five woman. She'll take you on. That shit will look so fucking like you out with your child. <laughs> that shit is just weird. I just, uh uh-uh. uh. I don't ask for a lot, but you need to at least be my height. I don't even, I would like for you to be taller than me. But I, you know what? I'm like five seven, almost five eight. I that's I can deal with that. What you can't do is be like shorter than me. I just can't. I've dated somebody that was shorter than me, and because I'm trying to like, oh, I'll get past it. I couldn't get past it. It's fucking weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. It's about me. It ain't even about them. It's about my discomfort with walking around with somebody that could be my son. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. It's weird. I I talked to a girl when I was in undergrad that was so little. I couldn't I couldn't do it. <laughs> it was it was like she was a kid. <laughs> That's how little she was. I was like <sighs> I can't do this. <laughs> like I mean, clearly that's not a problem for some people. Some, yeah. do, I mean, there's a lot of women that are just tiny, but yeah. to be short and very petite, like it's psychologically. <laughs> I haven't met nobody like that since then, but psychologically, it was, it was a problem. For it's too me. much. Okay, you know, do and deal with what you can deal with, because people kept trying to make me feel bad and are you gonna miss your blessing and jesus know me and jesus know what i need and what i could deal with so if his give me my blessing in the form of somebody that's 5 11 i don't know what where the miscommunication happened there lord but 
<laughs> Jesus knows. Like everybody kept trying to act like this one me having this. I don't want you to be four eleven. Oh, you just I'ma miss out on on the man I'm supposed to be with. He obviously ain't the man I'm supposed to be with. Who if does he's criticism 4-11. come from? Women. Women. The same women that don't like short men they sales. Usually, what it is. <laughs> Usually it's women who are already in relationships. I got into an argument with one of my coworkers this past week because this bitch gonna tell me. She was like, oh, I had this client come in. Now off the rip, the fact that this is somebody coming for our services is a problem already. That automatically means that this is a no-go. Then she started telling me. Now, keep in mind, back to what we said about if you're attractive, you get a lot more leeway. Apparently, he was attractive. I didn't see him. This is why. That was the reason why she was willing to let all of this shit pass. But this bitch is talking about this nigga was a dope boy. Served time for being a dope boy. So he got a felony on his record. But he owns his own He owns his own company. He fucking has to. What job he gonna get with this felony on his goddamn record? A lot of them get out and start their own business because it's hard for them to find a job. This nigga got three kids, two of whom he has custody of. One of whom he owed back child support on, which is why he was even coming to see her in the first place. And you in my face caping for this nigga. That you just met with all of this shit talking about, but you can't be so picky. Bitch, this ain't about being picky. This is about him being a horrible show. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? Like, well, if I wasn't, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I, I would talk to him, but you know, I, I just got me. Yes, you got married to a nigga that's in med school. Do you know how far away that is from an ex-dope boy? Get the fuck out of my face with this bullshit. People in relationships love to be trying to set you up with bullshit sometimes just because they want you to be with somebody. I'm not finna do that. That's stupid. The fuck out of my face. So a lot of times it's women in relationships that are like, I mean, he's short. That that shouldn't be such a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. Your husband is a whole fucking two feet taller than you, but you in my face trying to tell me to date this short ass nigga. The fuck away from me <laughs> trying to tell me what to do can't stand that shit so deal with what you could deal with people be with what you could be comfortable with if if some shit make you uncomfortable if you don't like short dudes and you tall that is okay and if you don't like women that shape like gumdrops I fucking hate you that's all right <laughs> that's okay Deal with what you can deal with it. You're going to find yourself in a situation exactly. later. Exactly. You're going to be mad that you with a gumdrop ass straight bitch. When you chose to be there, you knew you didn't like that shit from jump. Just be with who you comfortable being with and fuck what everybody else got to say. Because people love to tell you what you need to do. And then they going home to some bullshit themselves. They just want you to be like them. The fuck up my face. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess that's enough of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have a question you would like for us to answer air, you can send it in to the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversation car artist with an S at gmail.com. Um, you want to talk about young Christopher? Let's do it. So Christopher uh, Brown apparently snorts coke and drinks lean and uh, pop Molly. Like who the fuck didn't know this shit? Water is wet. Like it basically, and water is wet news. Oxygen helps us live. <laughs> like all of the who the fuck 
didn't know this nigga was on a plethora of different drugs. Like they making this like it's breaking news or some shit. Breaking news would be if he passed the drug test and was found to be completely clean and that he just had mental health issues and it wasn't drug related. That's breaking news. The fact that this nigga do coke, he looked like Skeletor. He didn't lost all kinds of goddamn weight. Of course he on some hard drugs. Like who's surprised by this? I miss the old Chris Brown. The yep. first or second album, Chris Brown. Yeah. He ain't the been that guy in a ass, Chris Brown. He ain't been that dude in a long time. Like Chris, obviously suffering from heavy drug use. Probably that he was self medicating mental illness with. Like he obviously is a very and people was talking shit about Karuchi last. Uh, Last week, week four last, cause she put a restraining order out on this nigga. But if a nigga telling you I'm gonna kill you and he got the means to do it, I would probably get a restraint. This nigga showed up to a club that she was at trying to force her to. I mean, I think a restraining order is valid in this situation. And I'm not even a a, a Kawasaki fan, cause I was making a mad fun of her name the whole time that relationship was going on. So I'm not even a fan. But damn, y'all know Chris is crazy. You would probably want to get a fucking uh, restraining order against his crazy ass too. Then he was threatening her friend, cause her friend was talking shit about him. Like Chris is crazy, obviously. And anybody who who doubted that he was on drugs is either naive as fuck or stupid as hell. Chris Brown is on drugs. Definitely on drugs. And now he talking about this some kind of, it's a snitch in his crew and nigga everybody I don't even have to talk to nobody in your crew. I'm looking at you, nigga. You look like you just snorted a line or two. Like I don't need nobody to tell me this. Like I'm looking at you. I can see it. Like quit being mad. <laughs> don't say it's a snitch in my crew. Anytime you say there's a snitch, it automatically means that it v- validates whatever they it's said. It's true because they told the truth. They snitching and you upset about it. Like, like if they said if they said Chris Brown always walk around with a balloon in his hand, you wouldn't be saying it's a snitch in you my crew. You gonna be like, oh no, the fuck I don't. Exactly. When you ever seen me with a balloon in my hand? Like you gonna deny it? Not it's a snitch. Like obviously Chris is on. Yeah, the they told the truth about some shit, <laughs> and Chris Brown know it was the truth. Yeah. Chris just he needs some help and I don't know that he's gonna get it sadly because I won't even say he's surrounded I, I I feel like Kanye West is surrounded by yes men I don't know that Chris is surrounded by yes men I just feel like anybody who says some shit he don't like he fucking threaten them or punch them and then they just be like fuck it Chris do what you wanna do like I feel like he just ain't in a space right now to listen and he don't really have to because his money isn't really being negatively impacted by this. You know, this goes into a, a little different point. I've always wondered, like, when you watch them movies with the big bad drug dealers and they got all of these dudes, these yes men around who just mm-hmm. scared and terrified of them, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I would fuck that person up or remove myself from that situation <laughs> where I'd have feel threatened. Like, yeah. And, but the movie that has encompassed. Every bit of what I always want to happen in them situations is four brothers. I don't know if you remember that movie. Oh yeah, with uh, Mark Wahlberg and yeah, and, uh, Andre Three Thousand, Channel Egypt Four, however you say his name. Yeah, he was Victor Sweet in that, and he was he was a mean motherfucker. Like he made somebody 
He made them dudes eat off the floor. Like he knocked their food on the floor and said, "You wanna, you wanna act like a dog? Eat like a dog." He made them eat off the floor like his his cronies. Yeah. And if you hadn't seen fucking Four Brothers, spoiler alert, you should have seen that shit. shit. That shit's so old. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, all his cronies turn on him because the brothers raising up enough money to pay them dudes out. Mm-hmm. You know, and they pretty much. Beat his ass and kill him and bury his ass up under this up under a frozen lake. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I always like if Chris Brown, if I was in his crew. But I feel like that's what happened with him. They removed themselves from it, and that's why it's not that he's surrounded by yes men. I think the people who would say some shit, he didn't ran them out with Kanye. I feel like Kanye is surrounded by yes men, and I don't think it's because they threaten him. I think it's because they just want to be connected to Kanye with. So, however, I need to stay around. I'm gonna stay around. So, yeah, you know what, Kanye? Yep, that show look good. That them sweatpants with the holes in it. Sure, three thousand dollars, sure. Fuck <laughs> that. I will wiretap everything in this man house. <laughs> I will put recordings up everywhere. I'll put hidden cameras in the. T- Teddy bears in his goddamn bedroom. I'm going in three, four years. I'm gonna have enough shit to get half of their fortune. You back on that petty shit? Though. I'm just like Kanye West got a cousin that stole his laptop. They had some sex tapes yep. on. Apparently, if the shit he's saying his songs are true, yep. he had to pay that motherfucker to get it back. Yep. Like I wouldn't do that to my family, but if I was just a nigga in your entourage and you did me wrong, nigga, I'm getting some of your fortune before this shit is over. Yeah, and I mean, I think some of them do that, but some people just so fame hungry that like even just being able to be mentioned in the same sentence as Kanye, that's enough. That's enough payment for them. They cool with that, or being able to get into parties because you with him and you part of his entourage. That's enough for them. So you just gonna keep kissing his ass and telling him all of this bullshit is good a good idea. I think Kanye's is more people just wanting to like hang on to his coattail and Chris I feel like it's more like probably fear <laughs> he probably the nigga that, that got fear in the heart to the people around him but I think Kanye just people just want to drag along with his fame and so they just be like sure Kanye yeah that's a great idea why not so I don't know but yeah Chris you can't treat these dudes too bad no you can't they've been sprinkling some AIDS in your you teeth re- or gave you some bad co- in his case it'd be real easy to fuck him up give him some bad drugs mm-hmm. you know how <laughs> you gonna get away with that shit cause everybody just gonna assume the nigga overdose get they fine cousin to come to a party and poke holes in all his condoms <laughs> <laughs> we getting the family rich girl <laughs> come that on over next, to Chris party tonight his next paycheck like royalty <laughs> the fuck they named that child that, that is terrible that is a terrible name you know, these celebrities don't do nothing have a fucking name of my kids on special competition. I know, but royalty for a <laughs> Chris Brown daughter. Un- fucking Erica Badu got a kid named fucking what they named? Six? Seven? Seven. Seven. But royalty, I just feel like she already just a check to the mom and then her name royalty. That's just kind of fucked <laughs> She's a royalty check, essentially. Like her mama gonna be entitled to all his royalties. If for the next 18 years anyway because he got to pay that damn child support I just feel like that was an unfortunate name given the particular situation <laughs> you might as well not how to name her child supporter like <laughs> paycheck or I don't know royalty just was not an unfortunate name choice for this situation I feel like but yeah Christopher is just when y'all name y'all kids 
Think about what your kid will have to suffer through in yep. that name, okay? Just think about the kids for a minute. Get outside of yourself. Is this a name that you feel like your child will enjoy having? Yeah. And they're not going to be children forever. Keep that in mind. They're going to be grown people with grown people bills and grown people jobs. And they're going to need a name that's going to be able to take them throughout their whole lives. A lot of the folks be looking at names and be like, oh, it's so cute. It's so cute for her. It ain't going to be so cute when she's 40, though, walking around with this fucked up ass name that you gave her. That She's not going to be a baby forever. They grow up. That's what the fuck they do. Wonder why she want to be called T. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> because the first fucking whole part of her name ain't shit to or her. Or it be shit that she can't spell. Like, and you give them these long ass names that they they having trouble in kindergarten. Because Jane and Johnny and Jennifer over here learn how to spell their damn name. And she's still having trouble because you didn't gave her this made up ass name that's just a, a garble of letters and vowels and shit. Stop doing that to these kids. Life is hard enough already Damn give them As much of a head start as you can give your child With the way that the world is now I feel like you should do that And naming them these fucked up names is not a head start Because no matter how much you feel like you should be able To name your child whatever they want to And it shouldn't have a negative impact on their life That shit is not true It's just not You can't be naming them these crazy names And then get mad when they having trouble finding jobs and shit It's cause of you bitch (laughs) Like They resume look crazy as fuck Cause it's got this shit that the um, The employer can't pronounce And if it's them against five other people With the same credentials Guess who gonna get the call It ain't gonna be you know Well I don't wanna make up a name And it be somebody's name (laughs) (laughs) so let me just be careful but you know you're up against a lot of people with the same kind of um what am i thinking of um when you're looking for a job and you the same they have all of the candidates have the same education they have the same experience if it's gonna come down between just choosing who you want to go with, you gonna probably go with somebody with a simpler ass name so that you're not having to. One, you're not having to try to figure out how to say this fucking name. Your clients ain't having to try to figure out how to say this fucking name. Like, just give your head, your kids a, a head start in life, please. And from co- corporate America's perspective, they're going to connect that name to professionalism yep. or perceived professionalism. Yep. Like other companies that would look at this company how they would hire someone with this name it might influence business that's how people be looking at yeah. shit it's unfortunate but it's the way it is and you just naming the child that anyway ain't gonna change the system now you just didn't put the child on the outside of the system on the wrong side of it and they're gonna have trouble now because i had a friend that like we had a whole argument about his child name and he talking about well i can name what he want to you sure can yep you can it ain't gonna change it you naming him this stupid ass thing He just gonna have trouble now in life You just you trying to show them I'm gonna show them Okay they gonna show you <laughs> What's gonna happen Or my suggestion Give them a Whatever you want their first name to be A regular ass middle name And let them choose what they wanna use In that shit And don't give y'all kids no crazy ass Nicknames and call them <laughs> shit like Poop poop when they little <laughs> <laughs> and little doo doo, like they be trying to think them old nasty ass names is cute. When when somebody is twelve years old and bring their friend over there, and you call him little doo doo when he get in the house. <laughs> he gonna be ready to cuss your ass out. 
as he should. Mama, I told you not to call me that when my friends is around. <laughs> now he got to go to school and be get bullied and shit. Exactly. He his... Or he ain't going to get bullied, but he going to whoop everybody's ass and get expelled at some point. Then I you going to have an attitude to be mad. It all started when you call him a little doodle exactly. in front of his friends. Yep. Have some consideration for Just your kids, please. people. Yes. They're people. They are. Not pets. Nope. Hell, I gave my dogs better names than some people <laughs> give their damn kids. You named your dog after some liquor. I didn't name Remy. His name was already Remy, but I liked it and I kept it. You named Kingston after Jamaicans. No, I had a dream, and in the dream, I had a dog named Kingston, and that was all I could remember about the dream. So I was like, when I get a dog, I'm gonna name him Kingston. I don't know when I think of Kingston, I think of Jamaica. Everybody do, and when I tell him that's his name, like, oh, like Jamaica? No, and <laughs> <laughs> ain't got shit to do with Jamaica. <laughs> you should name animals animal names. What's the animal name? Like Spot. nouns and verbs. <laughs> Like, like yeah spot <laughs> um there's always so many of them names though you'll be running around the dog park everybody play. be like spot and everybody come I running wanted a, I wanted a cat and a dog kid to live play. in harmony named kid and play yep <laughs> that's what I wanted that shit ain't gonna work out cause I'm allergic to cats now but whatever I don't know why you like cats anyway but neither here nor there what's your first story Last week, Trump gave his address to Congress, first address to Congress, in which it clearly it was supposed to be the most politically correct thing he can do. They didn't give him very much room to veer off into his own dialogue, which he did like once or twice. It was very well written for Donald Trump. It was clearly written for him. I had a really, really, really big problem with how he tried to play America in that situation. It didn't work very long because shortly after that, the shit with Sessions came out, so it well, was short-lived. Donald Trump is striking up like a mass fear as it pertains to immigrants, specifically mm -hmm. illegal immigrants, and I'm, I'm feeling like it's Muslim or Latino. Mm -hmm. And he cherry-picked two families that had a family member killed by an immigrant and both of those families were brown families these weren't he didn't choose white families that had, he chose brown families that had a family member injured by an immigrant it's two instances of that he's trying to spread this whole speech was written to cater to every executive order he's written mm -hmm. every bit of dialogue that he's had it was all written to make all of that shit make sense and it's problematic because he cherry picked those groups there are there are there's trans, seven transgender people have been killed this year and right now according to research it looks like transgender individuals in the uh, black community have an average life expectancy of 35. God damn. Jewish people have been killed yep. or, or these Jewish uh, communities have been attacked. Desecrating um, burial grounds and stuff. All of this different shit that's going on, but he want to cherry pick the violence 
that caters to his dialogue about immigrants. Yep. There is tons of violence going on. And I just need America to fucking see through that shit. I know hardcore ass fucking conservatives ain't gonna see through it, but y'all y'all need to see that his division tactics when it comes to the people are to cherry pick instances that caters to his dialogue. Yeah. You know, and the thing about illegal immigration and about stop and frisk because some senator or somebody said that stop and frisk need to be introduced into Chicago. Didn't Giuliani want it? Was it Giuliani? I don't think it was Giuliani. It was like I mean, a, not like recently. Well, he was the one that sparked it in New York in, City. Yeah. He was supported uh-huh. in New York City. Yeah. And I saw an interview with uh, Eric Guster. He is from Birmingham. He's a lawyer from Birmingham. He's a, a political analyst on some of these some of these shows. Mm-hmm. She said, "Shouldn't stop and frisk be introduced?" And his counter argument was, "Well, stop and frisk should be introduced." For people who live in the suburbs who are uh binging on opiates. Like if you're just looking for people that might be doing crimes to do crimes, you should do it on this side and that side. Yep. Don't just cater it to this population. And she said, Well, what about the people that want to be safe? Let me tell y'all something about these arguments. If you're an American citizen and if you believe in freedom and you value freedom, the question ain't who do we keep safe? The question is, can we cherry pick whose who's American rights to violate? Yeah. Because the problem ain't when the police find somebody who got drugs on them. It's when they don't find somebody with drugs on them that's an American citizen that had their rights violated because they look like a certain type of person. Yep. That's the argument. We can't submit to having our any of our American rights violated just because we live in an area that might be bad. Police have specific ways how they're supposed to resolve crime, yep. how they're supposed to stop it, and how they're supposed to figure it out. They need to figure out how to do that shit. They don't need to have a widespread mass search of everybody that might be doing crime because that's going to influence the rights of American citizens that ain't doing shit. Yep. Because I will be mad as fuck if I'm in a community where it's a bunch of black people that's doing shit and I don't do shit and they feel like they need to search me so the world can tell me, well, if you didn't have nothing, you shouldn't have nothing to worry about. If they came to do that shit in the suburbs, it'll be lawyers, judges, and everybody yep. blocking any police from being able to come into anybody's house. So that shit ain't right. It ain't right with stop and frisk in them kind of communities and it ain't right with immigration. It ain't right because the only thing that you can use to see another culture is your eyes. And that's what police going to see. They're going to see somebody with a hijab on. They're going to see somebody who is Latino. And they're going to wonder, is that person illegal or illegal? And yep. the problem is, if they're a legal citizen, their rights were just violated. Yep. To me, if you got stopped in Frisk and you didn't have nothing going on, you should be able to sue the fuck out of them. If you're a Latino and you're an American citizen and they do something that, that's close to detaining you, you need to be able to sue the fuck out of the government. And if you are Muslim in this country and you are a legal citizen which can practice religion freely as you choose and something happens in which you're detained because they think you might not be legal, you need to goddamn be able to sue. Because that's the problem with all that shit. How many American citizens' rights are we willing to infringe upon? And... And white people who are in full support of this shit are okay because they don't look like nothing that's going to get stopped and frisked. It's not going to impact them at all. Yeah, they don't look like that. They have a pass. They their skin is the prerequisite to be able to get a pass on all the bullshit that brown people in this country is, 
and has been going through and will fucking go through in the future. This extra shit Donald Trump is doing don't have to be that. That was my first critique of that that fucking uh, address to Congress. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. The second one was using the 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 Marine that just died wife for leverage to his dialogue. He died two days before that motherfucking uh, Congress address. Mm Mm-hmm. And he put her own blast in front of everybody and used his grief to her benefit. To used his her benefit. Gr- her, her grief to his benefit. Her grief to his benefit. That shit was so fucked up. Like, that's all I got to say. Like, that shit was so fucked up. And not only that, but he blamed the military generals for the shit. He's the commander in chief. Yep. You know, this is the same shit that happened with Benghazi. Hillary Clinton didn't call the shot. The motherfucker over in Benghazi called a shot, but the conservatives blame Hillary Clinton because, boom, she just happened to be the Secretary of State that's overseeing all of this shit. Yeah. Well, why the fuck did Donald Trump get a pass on this this fucking mission that got this man killed that he's talking about? We got wonderful, great, great information from. Where is it? Wherever. I mean, I don't really expect them to tell us what it is, but with. Donald Trump's track record now I don't expect it to really be significant or either. exist at all really I mean he lies so much yeah I mean what president I mean I don't, Barack Obama wouldn't say it was a failed mission we didn't get shit yeah he wouldn't say that Bush wouldn't say that no smart president would say this turned out to be bad it's just in the people's best interest for any president to say that you know we got good information but this is the first time that I've questioned whether it's actually true or not with Donald Trump just because his track record is showing he would do anything to maintain the integrity of his office. Yep. Even lie. Especially Manipulate lie. documents. Especially. He done came up talking about Barack Obama wiretap Trump Towers so sick when he was the president. Uh, what the fuck? Why would he do that? Trump just... He tried to equate that shit to Watergate with Nixon. Oh yeah, I saw that shit. Like who the fuck what? starts to talk about scandals of a president if they were to exist after them motherfuckers is out the presidency? Why are they still letting him fucking tweet? <laughs> like he just <sighs> This shit don't, you know, the, the problem ain't like for me ain't emotional. The problem for me is logical and rational. Like this shit don't make sense. A lot of the shit he doing just don't make sense. Nope. And I mean it's been a lot of presidents that I didn't agree with that did shit that still made sense. Listen, I ain't agree with George Bush worth a damn, but he at least listened to the motherfuckers around him telling him that this shit you doing ain't gonna make sense, so do it this way. Donald Trump is just an unfiltered, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I'ma do what I want to. Exactly, and it is, it's just, it's just making us look stupid as Americans. Yup. It's making us look stupid. It does. But I've decided to to update once a month on Donald Trump and Trump related things. Um, and I'm gonna try to make that the first week of every month of the podcast because I don't really don't want to be talking about Donald Trump shit every week. And you would be if you because he do something. Every he always week. doing some shit, so I don't want to talk about that shit every week. But that address, like how he used the families, and then how he used. You know that woman husband death like uh, it's just it was really problematic and I watched that shit and I was like I don't know why I did it to myself like I felt like I was a glum for punishment (laughs) but I wanted to see what he was finna talk about I mean at this point I'm looking for entertainment value I'm looking for him (laughs) to say some shit that's stupid but his best entertainment come from tweets yeah 
It don't come when he talk. Because it's the most unfiltered. I feel like. It's, it's also alleged that the information he got came from Breitbart articles. Of course About it did. President Obama. I'm sure it did. Because like, he loves Breitbart and they... <laughs> But it's crazy to have so many critiques on media because they making all these false claims, fake news. Oh they don't even have any sources. I think they need to tell who their sources are. Who your fucking sources for this shit? Breitbart. You that know what I'm saying? Never like be a source. <laughs> like the hypocrisy, the immediate hypocrisy right there. It's just problematic to me. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about a couple more shits since it all going to politics. Okay. But Betsy DeVos, that bitch. Uh, cl- you know, all of the HBCU presidents came to the White House mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. and nobody really talked about them being there. They talked about Kellyanne Conway having her fucking feet Eat on, on the, the couch. couch. All Fuck right, your couch, nigga. Fuck your exactly. couch. Exactly. <laughs> like, okay. Beside that, that's his own shit. All of these HBCU presidents said like. Spellman president came out and said they got played. Yeah. That shit was just a photo op for President of course, President why, Trump. <laughs> who thought it was gonna be more than that? Exactly. Why would you think at this point that this motherfucker really wants to meet with y'all about some serious we gonna help you shit? The thing is, he's supposed to be signing an executive or well, he signed an executive order for HBCUs. What it did was it took the responsibility of the HBCUs out of the Department of Education and put it into the presidential office. Which supposed to mean that he attends the meetings regarding those things and he's more in tune and inclined to be able to write legislation on that stuff. Okay. He, I don't think he's going to no, do that. He's I don't not. think he's going to do that. No. And they got an agenda that was supposed to give everybody 15 to 20 minutes to talk about what their school needed and what their school can do and when they got there they changed the venue to the oval office which they knew they weren't gonna be able to speak for all of them people yep and they took a picture and about five of them got to speak for three or four minutes yep so it, it was, was a, a situation where up. it was a smoke screen <laughs> yeah. it was literally hey y'all are going to get all of this come on and when they got there our plans have changed and like it's the white house when plans change, they just change. Yep. You know, you can't you can't make a big fuss. You just gotta go along with it. And so, one, I don't think that executive order gonna do shit. Mm-mm. Two, Betsy DeVos called HBCUs the pioneers of school choice. That, let me just again, how out of touch this bitch is. To think that black people were just like, you know what? I don't know. Harvard and Yale, mm, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe we should just open our own schools. Like maybe we should just so we can we can control the educational value of of, of the, the teachers. They had to create them goddamn schools because they weren't getting into the uh, like. You can't be that stupid. How can you be that stupid? Let me try my best. <laughs> To throw Bessie DeVos a bone. Okay. All right. I can't wait to see this. What if she's talking about today? What if she's talking about the choice to attend black HBCU schools? Didn't have to say black, but HBCUs today over white universities. What if that's what she meant? Is that what you think she meant? To be honest... If that is what she meant, it still 
paints uh, PWIs as as the 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 norm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's making it seem as if you're choosing to go to an HBCU because you just want to make that choice. I mean, it's a like why does it have to be why does it have to be isolated as special? Even if that's what she meant. You know what I'm saying? But to, yeah, to be honest, no, I don't think that's what she meant. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to point out, and even if she did mean that, it's offensive, you know, to isolate HBCUs to a choice that black people make. You know, just because. And not really understanding the history behind why. And now they probably, white people probably definitely don't understand why black people choose to go to HBCUs today. Like, I went to a prominent university in this state that was riddled with racism in which I experienced a ton of racist shit that built onto my character as a person. And I feel like made me a much better individual than I could be in the face of racism. But it also created the person that felt that somebody needed to challenge it because this shit is going on unchecked in so many different yeah. environments. I went to a school like that. And and when I went to my second university, which I flunked out of that one, went to my second university and it was close to a, a HBCU. Mm hmm. You know, and I would go over there and it's just it was something enthralling about being around all of that blackness, having never been in it in my whole life. Yeah. You know, not enough for me to go like I didn't choose to go to that school for to any HBCU for various reasons. But being in that environment, I felt, you know, like I belonged there, yeah. which I didn't even feel like I belonged at, you know, my second university yeah. for real. It was more black people than the university I went to, but so I bet a lot of white people still don't understand. But there is a very strong curriculum in HBCUs that you know help black people understand their history, mm -hmm. and and it's a lot of black people that really, really, really are in tune with their history and want to know more about their history than a, a white university, their white high school, or any other means will give them. She just trying to set the groundwork for this charter school shit that about charter. choice and that's all that was was just trying to set the groundwork. She could have did this. that shit in plenty of different ways than to use HBCUs for that shit. She used that moment. She because it was she just thought it was a a good moment to do it because she's stupid and she doesn't realize the things that she says are offensive or don't make any sense. You know. She just is a horrible choice. I've said this before for Secretary of Education. She's an idiot. And she has no experience with education outside of all the money she spent to send her own kids and the money that was spent to send her. Like, she don't have experience with Pell Grant. She don't have experience with nothing that that would justify her being Secretary of Education. She don't understand in how any of this stuff works. And I don't think she wants to understand how any of it works. She wants to push her own agenda, which includes charter schools. And that's that. It's not going to play out the way that these conservatives mm -mm. think it is, but they're going to frame it as if it is. They're going to cherry pick the people that got the most voucher money. Mm -hmm. who are doing the best and make it sound like it's good but this is going to make it a lot harder for poor communities yep. and the poor marginalized groups to get access to education because 
They ain't finna pay for people who ain't got nothing to have something. That's just not how the system works. Nope. The last thing is, uh, and I'm gonna make this real quick and real short. Jeff Sessions ain't shit. All right, that's <laughs> it. I'm done. What you got? Are you gonna tell him why he ain't shit? Okay, I don't know how you could have missed what has happened. Jeff Sessions is from Alabama, from Fuck this that state. Guy. He's painted himself as a civil rights leader and <laughs> someone that's been advocating for civil rights. Which is laughable. Very laughable because <laughs> as soon as he got voted in, he wants to stop. He wants to start using private prisons, which, you know, the the previous administration was stopping using private prisons. He wants to use private prison, prisons. He has halted a voting rights uh, lawsuit in Texas. He's just making moves that go against rights that that help people that are marginalized. Yeah. And I think a part of what people like Jeff Sessions, old white people, <laughs> I think one part of what they look at is, and not just that, but people who argue against affirmative action and all that shit, the argument is that Everybody should have everything the same. Nobody should have any advantages. Affirmative action is an advantage. You know, making rules different for black people than for white people makes voting laws an advantage. They don't take into account the marginalization that happens when you don't have those kind of things in place. You have to acknowledge at the least that when affirmative action was implemented, it was necessary. Because all you had was a whole bunch of all white organizations that would not hire black people, not because they weren't qualified, but because they were black. black. And the government decided to intervene because y'all can't just isolate and blackball all black people from having a job. So, boom, affirmative action. You know, you have to acknowledge that at least it was relevant at some point if you don't believe it is today. Yeah. Now, I believe today... It's still kind of necessary, but it's also still kind of harmful, though, because if it tells you in an organization of 100 people, you need to have 10, you know, minorities in there. Once you get 10, you You stop. stop. Yeah. So I think that they only seek to reach what affirmative action. But that's not a government issue. That's a corporation issue. That's a corporate. If you have a if a if a business stops at 10 black people, they have a problem with diversity themselves. If they have 90% white people and 10, 10 minorities, mm-hmm. they have an issue with hiring more people of different cultures than them. You know? So it's just just but just session situation has but that's all of the stuff that he's done that has backtracked on, you know, what was going on with him, including Coretta Scott King saying that he ain't the motherfucker. He ain't the one. Yep. You know, but what he did recently was he lied to Congress. He told them he, he volunteered that <laughs> they didn't even ask him. I ain't had no contact with the Russians. <laughs> they didn't even ask him. Al Franken <laughs> asked him a general question about communication and he said, I ain't had no contact with the Russians. And I guess the other one, motherfucker, question mark popped up over his head and he said, did you have any contact with the Russians? He was like, no, no contact with the Russians. I had no contact. Well, turns out he motherfucking did have contact with the Russians. Yep. Listen, y'all, <laughs> it would be one thing if you had, like, if, 
extreme example. If they was like, "Hey, have y'all have y'all had any contact with the Smurfs?" <laughs> and everybody said, "Yeah, we had contact with the Smurfs." Nah, nah, nah. That's that's one thing because the Smurfs ain't in no current situations with our country. Mm-hmm. The Smurfs ain't got no problems going on. They ain't got nothing questionable that make it having a problem with the Smurfs. When you have a whole goddamn election <laughs> that was rigged. Not rigged. I don't want to say rigged. That was manipulated somehow by Russians. When you have that shit, and then it starts to come out that all, all y'all the motherfuckers t- that benefited from the Russians potentially manipulating this shit come out, bruh, <laughs> bruh, bruh. <laughs> you got a situation, and now we got AIDS coming out having had communication with Russia. Jeff Sessions having communicate. Michael Flynn stepped down because of his communication with Russia. And now Jeff Sessions talking about he gonna recuse himself from the investigation. If y'all made Michael Flynn step down, Sessions should have to step down as well. He should have to step down, but Flynn was in another himself. Flynn was in a situation. Flynn was potentially in a position in which foreign diplomacy was going to intervene in his job. I mean, Jeff Sessions, it it can, he but can Jeff Sessions... He influence the uh, investigation. I mean, outside of the investigation. Yeah. Like, Michael Flynn potentially was going to have to be all over with the, the, you know, diplomats and shit. I don't think the Attorney General, I think his shit is more in their, in their country. Mm-hmm. You know, so that would be the only out I see for him in stepping down. Mm-hmm. It's saying, I would have never had contact with Russians after this anyway. But the fact that he lied to Contras... Uh, Congress Con- is under illegal. Oath. Under oath. That's illegal. Perjury. And all he doing is saying, oh shit, I forgot about that meeting. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nigga. Perjury. He so, committed perjury. And here's the thing. If somebody committed perjury on a case he was overseeing, he would throw the fucking book at their ass. He would. And he's sitting over here talking about ain't no big thing. I forgot. That's all. Nigga. Okay. Listen. <laughs> one, one of our listeners... Colin posted on his Facebook page. I hope you don't mind me mentioning you, sir. But he posted that Jeff Sessions looked like an old ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> like he got, and then when I saw him, I was like, this motherfucker do look like an old ass goddamn little baby. He looks like the Keebler F to me. Keebler Elf was mentioned on his status too. He does look like the, I see that. He put the little hat on. <laughs> Man, if you if you if you make that cut that motherfucker hat off, make him bald head, and then put some goddamn fucking Johnson and Johnson oil <laughs> on that nigga face, he will look like a grown old ass baby. <laughs> that shit is funny. And I hate his fucking accent. And I live here in Alabama. And I hate. I can't stand when niggas had that like old school. Racist ass, sound like deep everybody ass from life. Southern accent. <laughs> Jeff Sessions probably the dude who has uh who uh damn it who uh, Eddie Murphy had asked for nigga pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much it take to turn them white only pies into nigga pies? How about we turn you to nigga pie, Billy? Yeah, Billy, that was Jeff Sessions. How you know my name? It's on your <laughs> shirt, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> but I hate his accent. I can't stand that shit. Either way, uh, we expanded upon Jeff Sessions ain't shit a little bit, yeah. but Jeff yeah. Sessions ain't shit. Pretty okay. Much. Uh, Remy Ma made another diss track, and I ain't here for it. Uh, I didn't even listen to this shit, and I'm gonna tell you why. When you make some hot fire like Sheether and fucking Nicki Minaj don't respond, you won. You won. 
Now you just doing a lot. Then she done made another fucking diss track. She posted pictures of her at well, that was kind of funny, showing how she was SpongeBob before she got the surgery. But it's like, girl, you won. Like, I didn't even listen to it. And everybody and part I didn't listen to it because I was just like, why would you do this? And then two, I, the reviews I keep seeing, even from people who like Sheetha, because you know Nikki fans ain't gonna like nothing. But the people who even like Sheetha were like, this is garbage. So Drake did it. Okay, but with Drake, I'm gonna be honest. All I remember is back to back. I know he had a diss track before that. I don't remember that shit. I remember back and back to back is the thing that got played on the radio. Not whatever the fuck that original disc was. I don't even know that shit. So I feel like he probably needed to come out with back to back because back to back is the thing that people remember. Not the first disc. I, I don't even know what the name of the first disc was. Do you? Mm-mm. Okay. So he had to. Everybody knows Sheetha. Sheetha was hot fire. You didn't need to come out with nothing else. That shit was memorable. But that feel, shit is going to be on the radio. I feel like that's just what you do. If you Remy Ma and you don't have any other tool set <laughs> available except for murder, which you can't do because you're on probation. You're on probation. You rap. I mean, but. And that's all she got right now. I, like, if you're a police officer and you don't like a motherfucker, you pull their ass over every time you see him. But I that's mean, because you have the power to be able to pull them over. Like, if you're a rapper, you this. You keep you dissing. Like, I feel like she should have rolled the popularity of Sheetha and put out like her own single. That what I that what I would have done. I'd have been like, fuck Nikki at this point. I mar- I massacre her. She don't even matter now. Fuck her. Let me ride this success and put out something of my own. Instead of putting out another diss track and now you look crazy, I feel like. I feel like people lost like I feel like she lost like that high that she had where everybody was like oh shit nigga she the nigga she but oh my god she murdered nick and now this shit i don't even know the name of this second district Listen, man that that first shit was for everybody it's amazing anything she doing from now is for new york folks i mean i guess I t- they love that like that's her fan base like she doing this shit for them but okay and let me just say shout out to ac ac had a problem he was like he wished he could be on the show anytime we talk about hip-hop shit because you know he old hip-hop head and he had a problem with us saying that she don't have mass appeal but she don't have mass i feel like we need to expound upon that because he was like all the way up went like triple platinum yeah but all the way up featured fat joe french montana and jc i i don't think that a remy ma album on her own is gonna have that success of going three times but i don't feel like she not to say that she's not talented but she not gonna do what Nicki minaj did Nicki minaj made it to where she was able to cross over in different she did some edm shit with david guetta Guetta, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say his name. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know David Guetta? Have you ever heard of Titanium? Nope. Fuck. Okay. Well, I, I, <laughs> we'll discuss this later. Um, she had some pop songs that white people was loving. Remy's not really one of them people that white people are gonna be like. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a little rough. She a little rough is I what I'm saying. Like- it's not so we weren't. I don't. I don't know if he felt like we were saying that she wasn't. 
She's absolutely talented, but I don't feel like she got crossover appeal the way that Nicki Minaj did. Nicki Minaj was able to do that. Remy gonna be Remy, and Remy yeah. New York is fuck. And that's what I'm saying. When <laughs> I say she don't have mass appeal, I don't think she is willing to cater to no. every population that she can, yep. like Nicki Minaj has. Exactly. Nicki Minaj has been willing to work with anybody to get those listens, to get those views, to get those album purchases yep. that put her in a position to go to every state and sell out. Yep. Like, Remy Ma, I don't think, has the concern yeah. about catering to no Texas white girls or no <laughs> any artist that would just say, hey, let's just get on this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But you can't talk about this or you can't say this. Okay, I just feel like Remy ain't somebody you could tell that she can't do shit. Hell, the fuck? No. I feel like, and just so in that way, friend. she I ain't trying like, to listen to nobody. <laughs> I feel like that's how gaining mass appeal is limited to her. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that explains it better for him. I'm sure he, Maybe he, he, he got love to address shit when he come on the show. I'm sure that's one of the things he will fucking address He might have some Terms related to all of that shit and that a more in-depth analysis and shit yeah. that, that we don't have, but like I just don't feel like Remy gonna go around the country and sell out. She's concerts. not, and, I, and again, it isn't because she doesn't have the talent. It's because she don't have a want to cater to the groups that she would need to do to have that mass appeal the way that Nicki does. And she also ain't finna like I just don't see her exposing her ass. like <laughs> Nicki Minaj did made whole songs dedicated to her fucking ass. You know what I'm saying, like. I just don't see Remy doing that shit. Like, I just don't. I don't see her doing that. So, like, I, I hopefully that explains what we meant when we said last week that she don't have mass appeal because she doesn't. And I don't think she wants it. I don't think she cares. I think she just want to be New York as fuck. <laughs> and that's what she going to do is be mm-hmm. New York as fuck. So, you know, I don't know. Listen, y'all. Moonlight <laughs> won an Oscar, okay? I just want to talk about, you know, this fucking toxic masculinity and this problem with homosexuality. I don't I watched Moonlight. I watched it because I after it won the award, I was like, let me see what this is about. I don't understand why men would have a problem with it. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody because it's still a pretty new movie. So for somebody for anybody that hasn't seen it, I won't give specifics. It is a very, the focus of it is not on any gay shit. It's not really. I mean, if you go in and focus on that, then I guess you can. But that's not what that movie is about to me. And it was nothing in it that I feel, it wasn't like watching fucking the uh, strange thing about the goddamn Johnson. That will make you uncomfortable. Moonlight, mm. I don't think would make people uncomfortable watching it. Like, I don't think you would be uncomfortable watching Moonlight. Like the strange whatever with the Johnsons, whatever the fuck the name of that crazy ass movie was. That was some uncomfortable ass shit. But Moonlight, not so much. Like, I feel like you have to look for an issue with that movie. You have to just have such an issue with like homosexuality that you just have an issue with it because it it's not the focus of it isn't really that i you know what it's like the way that these toxic men umbrella let's get down to a specific group toxic (laughs) black men treat homosexuality as it is shown through the black lens they treat that shit like like too much salt on something like it don't matter if you can cook the most perfect goddamn roast, the most perfect 
cast iron skillet loaf of cornbread. It could be the most perfect looking shit ever. If you put too much salt in that shit, just a little bit too much, it's fucked up the yep. whole experience. You don't want to eat it. That's how they treat shit with just a sprinkle of homosexuality. Oh, no, it's ruined now. They, it's they, it's, it done fucked up the whole thing now. It, it done made it to where it's unpalatable at all for these men. And the problem is, ain't no goddamn movies out that's just about gayness. I mean, even Brokeback Mountain had overarching theme that involved homosexuality. And it ain't even as like, it ain't even as deep into it as, as Brokeback. Because I heard a lot of people saying it's like the black Brokeback Mountain. It Not at all. Not at all. Like, first of all, it was shot in a much more creative, much more... It was shot differently. The way that it was filmed was completely different. And the fu- again, like it's such a small part of the character that you have to just go in and decide you're going to hate this shit because it's got some gay shit in it. Because it, that's not what that movie is about. It includes it, but it isn't completely about it. And... I don't know. I, it does address toxic masculinity, so that might be why niggas is mad because it does address what that's like to be in a, a community of toxic masculinity and be gay, and what that's like for for the gay person to be homosexual in a community that is riddled with toxic masculinity. And it's crazy because they don't have a problem with this sole individual that's trying to be who they is, getting their ass beat yep. and bullied. And treated all kind of crazy ways. They don't have a problem with that shit happening, but they got a problem with that person that's getting all that shit done to them just existing. Yeah, like that's fuckery. But I was on Facebook and and one of my Facebook friends was like, you know, a gay character in the Beauty and the Beast, really, because they got a gay character in a Beauty and the Beast remake. And I looked it up because I wanted to know what character. And the shit makes perfect sense. If you've ever watched Beauty and the Beast. And this isn't a because uh, movie ain't even out yet, is it? So this ain't uh-uh. a spoiler. No. Lafou, who is Gaston, the the uh, narcissistic ass motherfucker that wanted Bill. He's his like I won't even say he's friends because they not friends. He's like his henchman. He's the guy that he like makes do the shit he don't want to do. And if you've ever watched Beauty and the Beast, you wonder like why would Lafou? be doing all that like Gaston treat him like shit why you want to be friends with this nigga and he treats you horribly well if you have a crush on him that would make sense that you would stick around and do the shit he don't want to do and let him kind of treat you bad just because you you still able to be around him that makes sense I could totally see LeFou being gay it ain't like they took I don't know and that and he's not a huge character in the movie so again, that's just the situation. The motherfuckers just get mad. Somebody who gonna get two minutes in a movie is gay, and they got a problem with it. But on that comment thread, somebody said, "Why are they adding gay people to these kids' movies? They gonna fuck these kids' heads up with these adult themes in these movies." And All I was of like, the "Disney movies have oh, adult themes." Okay, so we not gonna talk about uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> Well, this bitch done took an apple from a stranger <laughs> that was poisoned. That ain't got that ain't an adult theme at all, right? Yeah. You don't want your kids eating candy from strangers and shit, dude. Y'all got all kind of motherfucking PSAs <laughs> on Halloween talking about how to be safe from candy and how to protect the kids, but y'all don't look at Snow White as an adult theme. Oh, we ain't gonna talk about Pinocchio. 
When he became a real boy, he just wanted to go smoke blunts on the island with his boys. <laughs> That's what he wanted to do. He straight ran away from Geppetto <laughs> to go smoke some fucking blunts. But y'all ain't gonna talk shit about the adult themes in Pinocchio and Bambi. Bambi motherfucking mama was killed off rip. And his daddy wasn't shit. One worth a damn. This nigga was in the background a whole goddamn movie. And he ain't show up till this nigga lost his mama and the fucking forest is on fire. Then this nigga want to come claim the nigga. Like, where was you at during this whole movie? But see, y'all don't want to talk about the adult themes in Bambi. What about Cinderella? Uh, what about her all that neglected <laughs> psychological, emotional abuse? Malnourishment that she experienced with her fucking stepmama because her daddy died. But we ain't gonna talk about the adult themes in Cinderella. We ain't gonna talk about Alice in Wonderland. We ain't gonna talk about her edible eating ass. We ain't gonna talk about her acid tripping ass. We ain't gonna talk about her following a rabbit and jumping down a hole like that shit's possible. Like, was the fucking hole big? Big enough for a human to jump down after a rabbit? I've seen a whole bunch of rabbit holes and can't no my hand can't fit down in that <laughs> motherfucker. Let alone her diving into that bitch and having all kinds of experiences she had. That bitch was high, y'all. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know, but y'all don't want to talk about the adult things in Alice in Wonderland. We ain't gonna talk about how Peter Pan kidnapped them kids, huh? We ain't gonna talk about how his strange flying ass done came and kidnapped them and convinced them they finna be kids forever in this motherfucker. <laughs> that nigga was stealing their youth. I can keep going, man. I can keep going. But we ain't gonna talk about the motherfucking adult themes in Peter Pan. We only wanna start thinking and looking at these movies in the context of adult themes when it comes to, oh, a gay character been added in these motherfuckers 70 years since the start. And it's a small, like, I don't even think, I think that adults are probably gonna recognize that LeFou supposed to be gay. I don't know that kids are gonna, like, automatically be like, oh, that's some gay shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know because the way it was described the way the scene is described it's a very subtle like nod to him being gay it's not like he's just like oh my god Gaston I love you like it's not <laughs> it's not this like deep ass thing so I don't know but of course Alabama being Alabama we didn't got we got a theater that's saying it ain't gonna play it because it goes against the bible and and <laughs> It's not a family friendly movie. You a drive in theater. Do you know what kind of nasty shit? You know what? I ain't even fucking finished. I am not done. We ain't gonna talk about Beauty and the Beast Uh, and Bell ass. Don't fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. We ain't gonna talk about Bell ass being cool with bestiality until the end of that movie. Person, he was not a was a person (laughs) and did not know he was gonna be a person before that shit ended. She fell in love with a motherfucking beast ass beast. But she was in an enchanted ass castle with talking spoons and shit. She probably had an idea this motherfucker might be enchanted too. But he might stay a beast forever, and I'm gonna be in love with him. And either we not gonna have sex ever, or. (laughs) I'm gonna get banged by a big ass lion beast thing, whatever he I, fucking was. <laughs> Will the beast? What the fuck was he? I don't know. DJ a beast. He was just a beast. I don't think he was supposed. He had horns and, but he walked on two feet. It kind of looked like a lion. I don't know. What and the it's, fuck he was it's funny to be. because the conservative argument for homosexuality is, oh, it's gonna be okay to have sex with beasts after this, huh? You <laughs> gonna be able to have sex in relationship with animals? Oh, but y'all ain't gonna talk about the adult things and Beauty and the Beast. We ain't gonna talk about Aladdin. 
We ain't gonna talk about how the poor just got shitted on the whole movie. <laughs> Aladdin got shitted on the whole movie. He did. And he had to have a magical genie. <laughs> he had to have a genie. A motherfucking non-existent ass creature. And to be real, if you look at look up the actual genies, they weren't even good creatures. No, they weren't. They were bad. Like they were horrible. Yeah. They were they would fuck your life up. Yeah. Aladdin made me think genies was good. Genies ain't worth a damn, but they made you feel like you had to go find a lamp, get a genie out of it just so you Didn't can get out of poverty. they give you fucked up versions of your wishes? Yeah, they yeah. like, it's like them, them Geico commercials where oh, yeah. the one where he said, I, I wish for a million bucks. Yeah. And he put a bunch of bucks, bucks like, like deer, deer. Like motherfuckers uh-huh. in the world. Like, that's, that's the, the kind of shit do. they did. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be very specific. And it you ain't know no what way, if you think about there's no way to phrase something in a way that it can't be fucked up in some yeah, kind of way. Yeah, it can't be misconstrued. There ain't no way. Like, <laughs> if they want to fuck it up, there's always a way to do that. Always. But yeah. we not going to talk about the adult <laughs> themes in Aladdin, huh? <laughs> what about motherfucking Lion King? We ain't going to talk about Aww. how Simba uncle killed his daddy, then had an attempt on his life. Until he had to set his uncle up to get killed by his cronies, we ain't gonna. T- but we don't want to talk about the adult themes in Lion King. We don't want to talk about how these Disney movies can potentially be fucking up these kids until it got something in there that we genuinely and truly don't disagree with or yeah, don't, agree don't agree with. with. Yeah, yeah. Because you can find bullshit in everything, just like you can find bullshit in Moonlight, just like you can find bullshit in a side ass two minute having in the motherfucking scene, gay character in Beauty and the Beast, and magnify that to make it the bullshit that you want it to be. Cause really, shit, got um what Lumiere the um candlestick was trying to fuck the broom the whole time in the original cartoon. Like he kept flirting with her, and they would like run off, and she would be like, "You, you put me off." Like he was fucking the broom. Like I mean, I guess as much as the candlestick. So how y'all motherfuckers (laughs) feel about appliance on appliance relationships, huh? So or dust or whatever the fuck y'all want to talk about gay, but y'all don't want to talk about appliance on appliance <laughs> sex, huh? Y'all motherfucking hypocrites. If I think hard enough about idiot, I could find uh, like Snow White living with seven niggas was not exactly. <laughs> like kinda... you think she didn't wake up and see them doors masturbating in there? <laughs> <laughs> they ain't never been around a woman before. Y'all seriously don't think that she oh, woke up to some creepy shit, shit like that. <laughs> or somebody just standing over <laughs> just her. Just staring like, at her. What the fuck is you doing? <laughs> like, oh, Lord. all of these movies. Yeah. Listen, first off, well, it is the end, but my criticism of Disney movies in general is they are like 95% worth of bullshit. Yes. Bullshit dilemmas. Oh, you meet some friendly characters along the way. Ha ha ha. You meet some characters that you like you like along the way and you sing some songs. Woohoo. But at the end of the day, it's somebody going through some fuck shit. Yeah. All up until the last two minutes of the goddamn movie. Pretty much. It is a fucking emotional fest. Yep. Oh, if you didn't really die, <laughs> if you ain't crying Lion King, because you because you didn't see that shit coming. No, like they didn't got the like Lion King was the first movie where they overtly took a character that meant something to us and out of that bitch them. in the beginning. Murdered too. that motherfucker straight up. God then damn! Then put his ass in the clouds, and then the worst part, the, the hardest part of it was it was James Earl Jones' voice. <laughs> like <sighs> if you if that voice coming out the clouds from you, it's got to make you sad. He was and he was a good dad. <laughs> He was a great dad to Simba. 
some bullshit. Most of these kids out here got scarf for a daddy, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> when you get a move faster, the scarf, fuck them up. <laughs> scarf be the stepdaddy. <laughs> or the, the daddy that come after, yeah, move faster, die. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. We just fucked up all them Disney movies. Listen, man, Disney movies got some adult themes in it. They do. A gay character in that shit is it, not the first time a kid gonna look at a movie and say, damn, that was fucked up. They might not say it like that because they ain't grown. Let's not even start with DreamWorks. Let's not get on the Shreks and all these other oh, movies yeah. that absolutely have adult themes in them. Oh, that shit. A donkey and a guy. Shit, the new Batman. Dragon. The b- new Batman is adult theme. I don't know if it's supposed to be adult like, but I like the movie. But I had a friend that uh, on on Facebook that. He didn't like the movie. He got up and walked out of the movie, and I didn't wonder why. But he he has adopted children. Oh, and, and and a theme in that movie is that Batman adopted Robin by accident because he wasn't paying attention because he was looking at a hot woman across the room. How the fuck you accidentally adopted child? <laughs> what? I mean, it, yeah, clearly in real life you go through a whole bunch of little processes. Yeah. But he went and <laughs> he was just like, "Will you adopt me?" And Batman was looking across the room like, "Yeah." And just answering the questions, <laughs> and when he got home, Robert had moved in. <laughs> Alfred had moved the man. Yeah. So, but it did shed a light on. It did downplay the importance of some people for adoption and things of that nature. So I understand how it can make you want to walk like out that. with your kids yeah. that you were. Adopted. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't there with his kids, but he wasn't gonna take his kids to see oh, it either yeah. because Hell of that shit. No. <laughs> because that might be might be a sensitive subject to children that might have been hard ass conversation to come yeah. <laughs> anyway that's all I got the last thing I had goes back to Nicki Minaj but this time I want to talk about her ain't shit ass brother basically I just wanted to say how fucked up it is that this motherfucker is on trial for pedophilia and his argument they want to introduce into evidence the sexual history of this 12 year old nigga it don't fucking matter she is 12 i don't care if she didn't have sex with every little boy in that neighborhood your big grown ass shouldn't have made through your hat and ring nigga that's what we that's what the issue is it isn't whether or not she was sexually active it isn't whether or not she's promiscuous or not it's this age difference between you and her with your dumb ass you and your lawyer is stupid as fuck for that being your argument that what Oh, she had sex. She she was fucking everybody. So I just thought I could do it too. Like that's gonna get you off, nigga. No, that's stupid. And it's victim shaming and victim blaming and it's bullshit. He don't watch too many goddamn episodes of Law and Order <laughs> to make him think that that's a valid way to discredit a witness. It might be if the witness is old enough if to she's consent. An adult. But if you're a goddamn twelve year old, <laughs> bruh. Take your time that they finna give your ass yep. and get the fuck on. Hopefully your sister will pay as much as possible to get you as little time as possible or get you in a place that ain't bad. You need to go somewhere where you can ride away. But Nikki getting a lot of criticism for that shit because she been giving this unrelentless support to her brother who now going into this new level of bullshit. Like at what point do you call somebody that you care about out on the bullshit Let me that tell they do? I got three brothers, and he, he, all of them are above age. So if any of them niggas was fucking with a twelve-year-old, fuck them. I'm gonna be there on <laughs> probably testifying against them because at the point that you're doing some fuck shit like that, I don't give a fuck about us having no family ties. That it don't no, that don't make it okay because you my brother. You still wrong as fuck. 
And I'm definitely not finna be supporting you. She paid for this nigga wedding. Oh, now you wanna marry a bitch your age. Oh, okay. But when you were fucking around with the 12 year the fuck out of here. I don't think, I don't think that Nicki Minaj is smart. <laughs> and like I said at the beginning, I think people like me and you take our intelligence for granted <laughs> and we don't realize how many dumb motherfuckers out here when you say some shit like blood is thicker than water, Mm-mm. motherfuckers will stick there with you. Mm-mm. I am on the side of what's right, yep. what's logical, yep. and what's rational. It just I don't give back a fuck to... who you are if you break any of those shits. Yeah. I will call you on it. And if it's bad enough, I will distance myself from you because of it. It goes back to Sessions telling on himself. If you, he didn't say, I didn't fuck with this 12 year old. He's saying, look at a sexual history. You basically saying you did it, but it's okay because she was fucking everybody. You, I mean, how do you, how can you take up for him at that point, Nikki? Like, he didn't say he didn't did it. Now, I'm sorry. Like, you saying look at her sexual history, that's your defense because you ain't got no defense against doing it. Now you just like, well, she was fucking, so I fucked her. I don't think it's a problem because she was having sex with everybody. What? Nigga. Fuck that guy. Fuck Nikki for supporting him. Have all the motherfucking seats. All of them. A stadium full. But that's all. That's all I had. You got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.